0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Flow Space Podcast. We've got an old friend of mine, founder of Virtus Outdoor Group, super hardcore dude, taught me the meaning of maniacal, David Wood. Hiya.
1: I think you were being maniacal when you said that.
0: What do you mean?
1: I mean, I I didn't feel the love. Were you being facetious? No, not at all.
2: Okay. Not at all Alright,
1: we'll go, we'll go with it Yeah, go, we'll go with, with it, it, man We'll go it's with been it a, it's been My panties a, are in a knot now
0: Yeah I'm <laughs> gonna untie it's those It's great panties. to be
1: here It's hot in Hong Kong There's a freaking Hot political tempo Oh, it's man It's humid It's awesome Ch- Changes Welcome changes. back,
0: anyway Welcome back Yeah yeah. Um, yeah, man I guess For everyone that's watching Why don't you just introduce yourself Tell us a little about you Give us a little bit of background About you And then about Virtus
1: Cool So VOG, V-O-G, Virtus Outdoor Group, Mm. is a company that I founded six years ago, Mm. um, mainly focused for special operations, uh, seals, marine MARSOC, Force Recon, Green Berets, Mm. functional tactical fabrics, and um, patented camouflage. Mm. Truly digital, you know, seven to nine layered camouflage. Mm. And it has kind of grown from there to a cross-pollinated uh, I'd say adventure brand mm. um, for extreme outdoorsmen, Spartan extreme athletes, mm. um, your everyday man and woman that gets up and freaking earns it. Yeah, you know, we're not a brand who pays models, who uh, worships overpaid athletes or celebrities. Mm. Um, you know, we're just a group of badasses mm-hmm. that uh, that earn it daily. Yeah, so,
0: all about that hard work, huh?
1: All about that work. That work will set you free.
0: Yeah, man. It's really cool. So I had a look at your website. There's so much, so much stuff going on there. Um, you know, I've got a lot of compliments when I wear your your, your Virtus stuff. So that's so. why you're not wearing it now? No, okay. it's in the wash. I wore it earlier this week, okay. I swear. <laughs> um, it's just there's so much stuff going on with your company. I don't even know where to start. So uh, when we were when we first caught up today, mm-hmm. you just got back from Singapore. Mm-hmm. So that was one of your ventures with Spartan. Yes. Uh, and it was like some long international competition. Yes. So elaborate, tell us yes. some more about this
1: stuff. So, I met Joe Desena, the CEO founder of Spartan, mm. a year ago in Sparta, doing the same event, global event, but doing it in, in Sparta. Mm. Rewind one year, and I met Dave Watson, who's one of the top North Face runners and the VP of Spartan Global, mm. and I met him in Mongolia, so we did, this was my first experience with Spartan, I had seen Spartan races, like, kind of around, I'd seen yeah. people on Instagram putting these headbands on and throwing a spear, and I was like,
2: alright, like, muddy and cool, stuff. that's
1: 300 Spartan, yep. in this day and age, do your thing, yeah. let it hang, <laughs> um, but I didn't know anything about the Spartan Extreme Endurance, which was serious team evolutions. It's not, you're not going in individually to win. Mm. You're going in with total strangers and it is a, a, a team, it's a timed team mm. evolution. So mm. you have a hurricane heat, which is four hours, then you have a 12 hour, then you have a 24 hour and then you have a 60 hour agogi. So the agogi in Greek warriors, we've all seen 300. Remember when he was a boy, he mm. went out, killed the wolf, came back a king. The agogi mm. is your, kind of your, in the Marines, mm. we call it the crucible. It's where you, everything you've learned now gets put to the test mm. and you, you go out and it's, it's pure survival mode. Mm. So Spartan Extreme Endurance does two agogis a year. How
0: long's in an gogi then?
1: So an agogis, 60 hours nonstop.
0: Nonstop? Nonstop. So when you're going as a team, is that like, all right, we're just going to relay now and I'm going to do the first 10? No, 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 no. You're no, all like, go, no. go, 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 go together.
1: It is, you're going, it's, so the last one we did was in Namibia. Um, we had, you know, 15 different nations coming we had 10 folks from mainland china that came after we led a 12 hour in beijing Um, so you had you had folks that couldn't even really communicate right put into this extreme kind of survival environment and it's not a race like an ultra marathon where you're wearing sneakers and shorts like in mongolia for example we had 10 people get hypothermia my partner rudy reyes and i force recon marine had to strip everyone down skin on skin Show them how to come back from hypothermia. We had to take two guys into yurts, put in, perts, uh, put in the ports, glucose. One guy almost went into anaphylactic
2: shock. Like, gosh. Real
1: deal real stuff because they're running through mountains. They're having to do land navigation, headlamps, jackets, everything they have with them in their packs. Um, and then they were doing a distance swim with their uh, backpacks That's turned insane. into flotation devices. And insane. all of their gear secured and waterproof to make that float. The people that were failing it started to sink and they started to get hypothermia. So, I mean, it's it's no shit, real warrior, radical stuff. That is insane. But the whole point of these evolutions. So you have Spartan Race. Then we're partnered with Spartan Extreme Endurance, all right. under Spartan Global, right? Right. Um, the real point of these Spartan Extreme Endurance races is to go in and to break, get out of your comfort zone. Yep break down your normal cultural bindings. Yeah. Work with people, you know, gay, straight, black, white, pink, survive glue, basically. Muslim, <laughs> yeah. But but really not just survive, but to survive as a team. Yeah. You know, the warrior ethos is, is you know, you're 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 placing the mission first, you'd never leave a fallen comrade, you'd never quit. Yeah. Um, and so it's you know, it's a really it's it's a beautiful evolution watching people globally you know push themselves yeah. and 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 crush it and coming from a military background like mine yeah. you know we really partnered because number 1 they wanted Virtus clothing because for this kind of event you mm. can't just wear shorts and a t-shirt like yeah, no, you, you needed need a, packable jacket systems you yep. needed lightweight quick drive there's pants, so much environmental stuff that exactly. you need to take into account exactly for and and you, 60 for 60 hours for yeah, 60 hours. yeah. yeah. and insane. you needed gear that crossed over from okay I can wear this to rock climb but I can also wear this you know, in the water, yeah. or I can also wear this to Canyon.
0: How um, how does sleeping work then when you're on one of these sixty-hour expeditions? Are you like uh, everyone's on shift and we'll just sort of drag the body along? No, then- <laughs> it's, no. no, no <laughs> or no. you go, all hey, right, we'll sleep five minutes here, so, twenty minutes here. So there's
1: different evolutions, right? And every agogi is different, right? So like obviously because of terrain, like the Greek Isle agogi, without giving away too much, right. on here because the contestants don't know, the students don't know what they're getting ready in. I mean, they can, they can research Greek Isles and see the terrain. They have a specific gear list. They're not allowed to bring anything outside of that gear list.
2: Whoa.
1: We take their gear from them and all their food and everything and we keep their bags sometimes okay. to mess with them. Okay. Like we'll have them do a marathon, like, like a 26 mile hike in the burning heat of Namibia before they even get to their backpack. So I think this is as close to like a special forces kind of training, a SEER school or an infantry, um, you know, land navigation, sleep deprivation, food deprivation, yeah. um, you know, you're, Sounds you're never going to get anywhere and correctly and have us be like, well done. You made it. <laughs> Good That's job. at the end if you make it. Right. But it's really cool. too. And, and going back to meeting Joe Desena, the CEO and, and why we partnered, you know, he and I sat down, this guy carries a kettlebell with him, a 50 pound kettlebell with him everywhere he goes. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, grew up hardcore cat, um, you know, in, in I want to say it was either Queens or Brooklyn, but he's a New York kid, um, was a, was a, went in the finance world, so, right. you know, was a private equity guy and an ultra marathon runner and an extreme obstacle racer. Mm. So he started something called the death race a long time ago. And I won't mm. go too far into this. I'll just say, this guy is authentic and Practices what he preaches. He leads from the front. I can't work with companies where there's a fat CEO behind a desk signing checks, telling everybody to go hiring this model because their butt looks good or this guy because his calves look good. It's like, you know, they go out. We'll hire him right, calves. Right, right. They go out and they, you know, they, they put themselves past the limits. And when I met Joe DeSena, he rolls up 50 pound kettlebell. This guy's the CEO of a billion dollar company. You know, he's wearing freaking shorts spartan t-shirt and a freaking kettlebell a 50 pound kettlebell where if you know you work out that's a heavy kettlebell to just and to have it on your back sort of
0: digging into your spine is not the most comfortable thing
1: yeah and and i i was reading one of his books um on the way to meet him because i wanted to you know impress him and say i'm studious of the spartan way yes um but you know reading the warrior ethos we live in a generation um where people are keyboard commandos People have any kind of obstacle come their way and they run. Mm. It's like, okay, we, 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 don't, we don't wake up in the morning, look at a target and stay on a trajectory to that target. Mm. We get up and we say, okay, if this is easy and I can get there the fastest and there's a freaking 30 second ab routine that works, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do that one for the cheapest I can do it. And the entire reason he started the Spartan obstacle races mm. Because in life, life is a race. I mean, Mm. you know me, I'm a a Christian. I mean, you look at Paul the Apostle, his whole thing is running the endurance race on the trajectory to the telos. Mm. The the whole Spartan ethos is life is an endurance evolution. There are going to be obstacles you can't do. You can run away and quit Mm. or you can battle through those obstacles. Mm. How do we battle through those obstacles? With grit and intensity. Mm. But we have to find our true north and we have to aim that true north. Mm. That's our moral compass if you're a religious folk right um and we have to aim that at the goal at the telos and align ourselves with it mm. so when he broke this down for me and said what does virtus mean and i said warrior virtues mm-hmm. <laughs> honor courage commitment our core values mm-hmm. where it's battling and serving you know earning it doesn't mean earning the eagle globe and anchor to be a marine earning it means earning the right to be strong enough to help someone else mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. sacrifice giving love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Just being complete, being, complete, being, being whole. Um, and so he and I literally, it was my 39th birthday. He woke me up at four in the morning, me and my partner, Rudy Reyes, on the top of Mount Sparta. Oh. So like 12K up, he had a 75 pound boulder and his 50 pound kettlebell, 50 pound kettlebell. It's me, Rudy. This is when i still drank too and this was after a night of long drinking so i was hurting what an um, amazing right? place to have a so, meeting i'm sorry this pretty cool so he wakes us up no headlamps um and it's me rudy reyes D- joe Desena, the ceo and the vp dave watson and he says okay the four of us are going to run in the dark 4am down mount sparta which is crazy steep yeah. and he's like david hold this freaking boulder over your head and when you can't hold it anymore you pass it to someone else Meanwhile, he's holding the fifty-pound kettlebell over his head. Now Fucking you're not hell. allowed to rest the kettlebell on your shoulder.
0: Fucking hell! So you got and you're not allowed to swing up it. Here the whole so it time. has to
1: be above, Oof. or you have to be moving it in like a, an actual, right. you know, Russian technique. Oh my so goodness. you would think the kettlebell would be easier than the boulder, but after a while, no, you're man. dripping sweat. You're wanting to get the boulder back. So there's only four of us, so <laughs> we're passing this thing down and around. And I hated running. Like, yeah. I'm a rock climber and a distance swimmer. So, yeah. so he wakes me up, 39th birthday, hungover. We run down the mountain. We get to the bottom. I mean, I'm dying. Rudy's, like, freaking Adonis, so Rudy's fine. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm the weakest link by far. And we do, like, 100 burpees. Ugh. And we finally Sorry, put the rock, sense. you know, we put the boulder and the, and the kettlebell down. And then he says, okay, we have to run back up same way. <laughs> right? Incline. Ugh. The incline was easier. Because we had done the whole thing as a team right. and we knew kind of our pace and who I mean it was crazy. But he was beating into me his methodology. And we got to the top of the mountain and he said, shook my hand and said, Okay, I want to partner with you. Let's do this. And I, he's, like, this I, yeah, he's like, This is how this is how I kinda interview people that I want to partner with, and I'm I'm really excited to work with Virtus. So that wow. that was after the original Mongolia Gogi. That was my first experience. But that and then this was meeting Joe DeSena in Sparta. Um, my birthday is November 2nd so this was meeting him yeah last year close to this insane. time and now what I'll be meeting. back in the Greek Isles in a month to be with him doing the agogi there that's so,
0: crazy. So yeah. Wow. Congrats on fucking surviving that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. What we did
1: there was easier than one of the normal, you know, 12 hour or 24 hour.
0: That's what so. is crazy to me. It's is nonstop. Is that so like what like, we did there. A, this is a meeting. This, exactly. is, just this your, is a meeting. Uh, this like, is oh,
1: him vetting. Hello. hello. Yeah.
0: Good to meet you. All right. We're just going to run all this with all this weight. And yep. then what these other people do is so much more intense, even though that sounds like total crazy. Time it's to crazy.
1: Me. But I will yeah. say this in our defense. We were running. A lot of the other stuff is not sprints, because these folks have, I mean, the guys will have a 50-pound, the girls will have a 35-pound sandbag.
0: What's that in kilos? And
1: then, I'm an American, I'm terrible with kilos, yeah. I was trying to it's do the like conversion. 15, 6, it's heavy kilos, yeah, it's yeah, heavy. yeah, something like this. It's heavy. Fuck over it's, a long It's heavy, Sorry, and, then you've, so got a, and, and then you've got <laughs> a pack, so you've got a, a pack, a ruck, that also has to be a certain weight. That so like funny. the Army Rangers or Marine Infantry, you're running around with a weight that is uncomfortable. And that is not leaving you. So this goes into what's what makes these events even crazier. Right. It's not just the mental and physical, just ah uh, the strain. Yeah. But you start getting chafing, especially there's sand. Yeah. Your hips are bleeding. Your inner thighs are bleeding. Your shoulders are bleeding. That's. And that's disgusting. when you don't want to stop because anytime you stop for new evolution, it like, starts to sink in. You, you start, start to, feel to sink in, a You have, bit you have more. to put your pack back onto the bloody stuff. So. Uh, so anyway, I think so we I spent a long, of time What long are the kind of Spartan. people then? What <laughs> are the kind
0: of people that sign up for these crazy
1: races? A freaking every tribe and tongue. There's not one kind of person that you could point a finger at and say, this is, you know, the Chinese kicked ass this last one. I mean, right. they, one guy who I led in the 12 hour in Hong Kong yep. recently. Hmm. Yeah. Won it just to sh- like, w- like the, the race in the end. He was like 10 minutes, 15 minutes in front of everyone else. And Ooh. it was a team evolution, but the last thing was obviously individual. In a race, that's crazy. I mean, a minute in front of everybody else. Ten well. minutes, yeah, exactly. Same at the Agogi. He came on a whim to Africa and did the same thing there. Absolute beast. Um, and the Chinese warriors and the Hong Kong, beautifully enough, they were all just Chinese there. There's okay. no separation, no division. I liked take it. Take a leaf out of that book. Yeah. But um, it was brilliant. You know, we've got a ton of people from the UK. We had a gal that runs ultra marathons that was in a motorcycle accident. So she only has, she's got a prosthetic leg. Whoa. She did the entire Event. <laughs> Her name's Amy. Um, I, I think women tend to do better. Mm. You get a lot of really big dudes yes. that gas out. Mm. Um, even uh, so, one of, my, one of my best friends and one of my Virtus Pro staff, Terry Bullman, I'm sure you probably know who Bullman is, Krav Maga, um, decorated karate, um, mm. taekwondo, MMA, yada, yada. Trains a bunch of the UFC fighters. He came to do the, the 24 hour mm. and couldn't, f- he finished the 12 and was like, I can't go on anymore. Wow. And he said, I've never trained my body for anything like this. How do
0: you train your body for something like this, Bear crawls,
1: fireman carries, hill sprints (laughs) with weight, Um, just being really, really uncomfortable and very uh, a lot lot like the military, just being Semper Gumby, just being always flexible. (laughs) Honestly, just being like, you know what, this will end. Um, But it's it's so interesting to watch people become their own worst enemy Mm. and people begin to break negativity. This. That's it. Mindset.
0: Yeah. That's what the podcast is all about, hey! But how how do you train something like that? Obviously, like you said, you could go do bear crawls a day, or you well, could- for
1: this kind of evolution, you don't just say I'm going to do an agogi. Yeah, you do, and that's why the Spartan so cool. Extreme Endurance is is lined up with. Okay, you start with a hurricane heat. Mm. Hurricane heat was born in a hurricane. Mm. You know, there was a Spartan race. uh, Everything got canceled, and a bunch of people emailed Joe DeSena. He was there. They were pissed off, and he said, fuck it. Anybody who wants to come out, come out in the hurricane. People met at 4 a.m. None of the obstacles were ready. They got, like, truck tires, logs, and they did a crazy endurance evolution, and that's how it was born. So (laughs) it's gone from there. So there's a four-hour you sign up for. You get your wedge. You know, you get your patch. Then you do a 12-hour. Complete your 12-hour. Then you do a 24-hour. Complete a 24-hour. Then you do an AGOGI. Oh, yeah. Now you're medically screened, you have to be interviewed for this. It's not like anybody just comes off the road and they're like, Hey, that's a liability and that's not safe for anybody.
0: Are there checkpoints then along the way where you can sort of check in with people or is it just like uh, Well we're
1: there, like so my job, Rudy Reyes' job, the Cryptea right. and the Virtus Pro staff, we're kinda like the cadres. So okay. we're there not to guide you, but we're there to Make teach sure you. you. Don't die. And yeah, we're there to basically um, keep you alive yeah. and, <laughs> and train you and keep you, you know, keep any any craziness from happening but we're really hands-off I mean it's we're there to someone if there's a problem we're there immediately but you know we like to really watch people evolve Mm. because it's an evolution I mean the the 60-hour evolutions you're watching people you're watching people change
0: I mean even in their six (sighs) even in their like uh, mainstream six kilometer ten kilometer races you see people change throughout that you see like office dwellers go and struggle through it as a team and they all end up with a smile on their face Right. I'm pretty sure sixty hours will be slightly different. Smiling later, recovery first.
1: It's it's blood, sweat and tears, and it's the takeaway. Yeah. I think you know, we've had people make it all the way and then get injured at the end, like in Namibia, this guy, this awesome Mormon dude from Utah, ironically, right? Hmm. I was stereotyping (laughs) to the Uh, T. Is it because he's awesome and he's Mormon? Well that too but um he's a beast i mean this guy had done other gogies he'd done the trifecta runs just to, and it was a great guy great leader always positive mm. that's the thing the people that are positive yeah. and motivating are the are, are the, the the you know bring other people through to the end but he like had a almost a heat stroke basically um heat exhaustion coming down a mountain that was 4000 you know 4000 feet up incline in namibia in the heat so anyway what I, where i wanted to go with that was of course, he was crushed. He didn't get the medal, but he still finished it. He didn't like get put in an ambulance. Like we let him get his shit back together, yeah. um, hydrate, and then he couldn't make the time hack. But he still finished it. To him, I don't think he cares about a medal or a patch. It's yeah. I went there, I finished the sixty yeah. hours, and then I had beers with everyone else and and you know skewers at the end. It's really about what you. It's about the journey. Yeah, I know I that think sounds hippie, but no, it, it really no. is. It's I about think the journey with these and things, what you learn.
0: Unless you are like an alien of some kind. It really should be about the right. experience about getting to it as a unit, right? Finishing it. Cause that in itself, like hearing about it is, it's insane. So like, you know, my a different son, hum- you're a different kind of, you know, Jaden, or-
1: you've known Jaden since he was a wee lad. Yeah. Right? So he's going, it's he's a, so se- crazy. He's he's a like senior a big, now, big person. Now Yeah, he's a big dude. <laughs> so he's a senior now at AIS and he's going in the Marines in 10 months. So oh, he'll wow. follow my footsteps. Like father like, like father, like son, father, like son. Um, he's doing the greek agogi he was there with me he was there to assist the the videographers and the cameraman oh cool and he was like he'd always kind of been like oh i'm going to the marines i don't need to do one of these events and then he saw this and he was like wow like i want i don't know if i can do that Mm -hmm. i want to do that like i am challenged to this so i'll be leading him in october at the greek isles oh wow i don't think so proud but i don't think there's any better training for someone who wants to go into the services mm. than to see if they can do this. Cause it's as a military guy, I mean, it's very, very similar. Yeah. You know, yeah. Common retention,
0: yeah. but just res- resilience. Yeah. I think is like grit and grit. The, and grit. Yeah. That is, it's something I think people, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to teach someone or explain to someone what that really means. It's hard to say you need to learn resilience. And then you go, what, what are those steps to learning these things? Like what, how do you, you know, you just got to keep putting yourself in You tell them these that, and then you abandon them, is what you need yeah. to do. Yeah.
1: Like you need to learn resilience, and now I'm pushing you off this boat, and yeah. I'm speeding bye away. Bye-bye, swim now. Sink or swim.
0: Yeah, yeah. It really is just like that. That's crazy. So but I
1: think, too, I mean, in, in, in our daily kind of discipline and motivation, motivation, eh, what is motivation, right? If, mm-hmm. if you need motivation, that's a real challenge though, like, as well. It's like, you know, inspiration, right. I get it. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people that inspire me. I, I see people fail and I see them get right back up, to me, that inspires me. You know, but when somebody's like, hey, here's my, like, I I couldn't do CrossFit anymore because every morning it was like this moto talk. I'm like, tell me your feeling of the day, and this, and I was like, this is terrible. Like, this is not (laughs) motivating motivating me to do anything. Like, I want a shot of pre-workout, and I I want my, you know, my time. And no, I'm not dogging CrossFit. I think there's very great, great parts of it. I'm just talking about discipline and motivation. It takes serious discipline to go to CrossFit every day, and that's great. But, you know, I get asked all the time, how do you stay motivated or how do you – it's discipline. Yeah. It's 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 just – it's honestly, again, going at red line. You know what red line is. It's staying in the red line. Mm. It's staying at exhaustion and it's continuing mm. to go.
0: It's like a um, – I mean, I always say that discipline is kind of uh, it's a muscle. If you don't work it, if you don't practice it, if you don't push yourself to do these things, then – you're not gonna build up that muscle. You're not gonna get good at going to the gym. Right. It's like sort of the days where you're like, eh.
1: That's when you know if you're disciplined or not.
0: That's when that's when you exercise, your, when discipline. You exercise your discipline. That's when it happens, right. I think. But oh, fucking 60 hours. I think more. we exercise <laughs> I, I
1: think, you know, for people that say, I wanna start on this, like I wanna go do a Nagogi. Yeah. Or I wanna do this. You know, I I, lo- I love Jordan B. Peterson and I love where he says and it's, you know, it's, it's biblical as well. Don't throw bricks from a glass house or take the plank out of your own eye before you, you know, take the speck out of someone else's eye. But he says, before you go out and change the world, make your freaking bedroom. Mm-hmm. Make your bed. Mm-hmm. Clean up your room. You know, I think we can, if we can start getting, I get up at 5 a.m. every day. I have meditation. I, I read scripture. I don't touch my phone. I don't let the crazy the
0: distractions work of life.
1: distractions get to me. And I have silence. Mm-hmm. I just read Gandhi's The Way to God. I mean, I, Gandhi is such a just prophet, I mean, mm-hmm. brilliant, brilliant guy, and his whole thing was getting away from the brute force and taking time to live in the silence, mm. and he talked about prayer and meditation, mm. prayer being exhaling in- in and ways. meditation, yeah, being the inhale, and I thought, I have like, uh, I, discipline can be a curse and a blessing sometimes, because if you try to compartmentalize and mm. overanalyze every second of your day, you end up neglecting we neglecting others. yeah, and well. we shouldn't ever, there should be no time limit on meditating, mm. <laughs> there should be no time limit on praying, you know? Or just introspection. Or on a workout. Or introspection. Or interse- yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Self-reflection. It's like we can't be like, ah, didn't figure it out. I'll get back to that tomorrow. Yeah. Retain like thought. <laughs> <laughs> Start there tomorrow at 5 a.m. But I think setting our alarms, getting up, and just thinking with a clear head, drinking like a liter of lukewarm water, not munching, not doing anything, and just breathing.
0: Yeah. I think, I mean, I think... Sort of hitting the nail on the head in the sense that, like, you don't have to get out and go to the gym to practice your discipline. Right. It is just little things. Like you said, Jordan Peterson, make your bed every day. That is practicing discipline. Wake
1: up at the same time.
0: Wake up at the same time every day. There you go. That's your discipline. And then go.
1: add more things into it. I exactly. just quit drinking and it took not drinking for four months to be able to quit smoking. Hey. I wasn't like, I'm going to quit drinking and smoking but- and, and, you know, I'll never quit clogging. Nobody's going to put baby in the corner. What's, what's clogging? Uh, it's a Tennessee <laughs> River dance. I'm kidding. I don't clog. Okay. Oh, no. But, but man of many talents. It's, it's 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 very very behind closed doors. It's it's, 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 Illuminati, it's Illuminati stuff. The clogging world. It's dark. There's a vertus dark, and it's like the clogs are camo. No one can see you. It's t- it's technical. It's yeah, tactical. Okay. It takes it takes, <laughs> I'll take disi- it takes it. discipline. I'm telling you. On it the next discipline.
0: episode of Flow Space, David clogging. It's on the it's on the dark web. It's all over. <laughs> it. But my point
1: is. You know, we can't just say, I'm going to do all of this immediately. Yeah. Like that's why you
0: kind of overwhelm that, yourself. Yeah, you, you overwhelm yourself.
1: And you can injure yourself. Mm. And when you injure yourself, you're worse off than where you started. Mm. You know, that's it's like true. you get people that just run into a CrossFit class and they keep chiropractors in business. Yes. Because they have herniated discs like yeah. none other. So. So yeah i can talk for hours and hours so i'm gonna let you ask me some other questions (laughs) you want to ask me because i will talk about spartan and and virtus and clogging forever
0: all right so just because we get a lot of martial artists on on this podcast as well Mm -hmm. um and you've got a partnership with grips Mm -hmm. is there some sort of cameo gi that we can wait for or something cool on the horizon yeah so so yeah uh, definitely jiu-jitsu
1: folk yes so, like I was telling you, I prefer to do no gi. Yeah. Um, but we all know Grips makes these beautiful freaking made in Italy, like just um, Are they made in Italy, yeah, they're made in Italy. Ooh. And and Claudio. Um, Shout out to Mike Powers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Mike Powers, he's a dear friend of mine. I mean, he's a brother of mine. He's a brother in Christ. I mean, he's literally like a missionary that also does BJJ.
0: When I first met him. He reminded me of you. Well,
1: that's probably one of the they nicest do. things <laughs> nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. So uh, I, 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 I'm sure he wouldn't like to hear that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Sorry, Mike. But um, yeah, he's just, he's lovely. He's the real deal. You know, there's few people that I feel bad about when I cuss, that I feel bad <laughs> around when I'm cussing and he's not judging me, but he's just like, oh, I don't, my heart and mind are pure. Um, <laughs> but he is beta testing and really running that whole Vertus. Um, because you know the owner is a, is is an Italian guy that does BJJ, Claudio. Okay. That's one of Mike's students. Oh. So and he's a restaurant owner here in Hong Kong, Claudio. He's a, he's awesome dude, um, Italian guy, married to a lovely Brazilian, hmm. and hence the kind of Brazilian, the BJJ connection, yada yada. And then having um, you know some really beautiful fabrics and and tech. You know Italians have been known for their freaking for fashion, fashion since forever, day one. Yeah. You know. So uh, since the Roman Centurions, Virtus being Latin for warrior virtues. So there's a lot of good, um, and, and they're the everyday warrior. Mm. You know, I, I won't partner with a brand. For us, for Vir- going back to Virtus, to Vogue, mm. um, we have a very slim skew line. Like I won't make five pairs of shorts. Mm. I'll make a pair of shorts that you can wear climbing, hiking, out casually. Um, and then I'll have like a board short that's specifically for longer than I would wear, but that's for surfers and guys and gals that need that. You know, our whole thing in our, in our line is, I want you to be able to wear these jeans. I don't want a, people walking around looking like a freaking operator. That makes mm. you a target. I see these brands where it's like 5'11, where it's like, I'm a fucking contractor, running around, it's like, okay dude, unless you have a concealed weapons <laughs> permit, you're a target to, to, to a terrorist right now. Mm. So we want people to be able to have functional clothes that look good, that you can do with all of your activities, the same garment, and that you can wear in a gunfight and, and survive, or that you could wear to have to go do a rescue mission if there was a you know, an earthquake or whatever. Mm we partner with other brands licensing our camouflage. Mm. So with Grips, they'll take our camouflage and they'll adapt that and some of our technical, functional, patented fabrics into Mm. some of the geese. So for instance, graphene-infused fabrics to where um, you have a very thin garment that in Hong Kong, heat and humidity, it'll it'll moderate your body temperature. So that garment will actually, like what I'm wearing right now is is graphene-infused. So this garment, when my body gets hot, it gets cold to the touch.
0: Wait, and wait. went
1: this same garment because of the graphene infused in the molecules down to the molecular level. Lululemon was the first brand that I ever saw do this. You know, you look at Nike and Under Armour and these big brands that I like. I'm not s- sitting here dissing any brands um, except Nike sweatshops. I don't dig that. But you get a treated um, Adidas Climate, you know, whatever their thing is, Climamax Max or whatever they, they call their tech fabric, and they spray a treatment on it. Mm. They spray it after the garment's been made. They spray this on. That's why it says don't dry. Mm. Now, when you put that on the dryer and you pick it back up, it feels lighter and you're like, wow, this garments morphed and changed. Mm. But the function doesn't work anymore. It's because they're not putting the treatments in the molecular level of the yarn. So at Virtus, since I'm here in Asia and since I was doing a lot of sourcing work. Mm. You know converting we had you know before we started the podcast. I bored you guys for 10 minutes talking about how mm. the camouflage actually <laughs> gets on fabrics. You and actually I was speaking. gave a really really cool analogy. <laughs> I was though, speaking and I
0: was like wow the predator
1: right. <laughs> ah, the, pre- the predator the predator. Well with fabrics if you want something to Do its function for the lifetime of the garment mm. It has to be put into the building blocks like our DNA mm. So if you look at a fabric and you look at the thread that's the DNA of that fabric, right? That yeah. fabric has to be knitted or woven. So we put the molecules of the actual treatment, graphene for some, mm. um, I mean we have some stuff we're working right now with, with uh, signaling so you can recognize which special forces unit it is. We talked about you know, being invisible to AI, drones, all that yeah. stuff, Google recognition. But as far as for the athlete or the, you know, the badass MMA fighter that's doing no gi, mm. um, I don't know how well this would work in geese. I think you're going to sweat your ass off in a geese no matter what. That's kind of the point. (laughs) I think that's part part of it. But, you know, as far as the, um, you know, the leggings and, the, uh, you know, your your rash guards, board shorts, sports bras, Mm. um, tight shorts, stuff like that, Mm. you would put a graphene in, and we're also working with – a neosporin-style triple antibiotic. So when you have your burn, when you have scrapes and everything, it's already You're compression on that it. You were the, talking chafing, about. Mm. the chafing on the on the evolution. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's already basically treating your wound before you take the garment off.
0: That's crazy. So,
1: and these things are in the garment for the lifetime of the garment. Now, I'm not saying you can like put this in a freaking scrape it all over barbed wire and yeah. be like it's not going to rip. Like obviously treat a garment for do BJJ in it if it's a rash guard. Um, Rock climb in it, do that, but you know we we see a lot of people that like have literally shredded stuff on nails and barbed wire, mm. and been like, well, this isn't a lifetime warranty, and it's like, well, dude, I mean, you're um, like not supposed to. That's the sharp. Yeah, it's not like you know. indestructible. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that bulletproof vest and bulletproof on the on the shoulder straps. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's a long long answer for a for a quick question. That's what you can look forward to with uh with with grips, and that that's will all great. be. I just had no idea that fabrics yeah. were so sophisticated. Yeah. You've really well. It's all tech. I mean, everything That's right crazy. now, right? It's all. It's all what we can, you know, what, what we can use to uh, advance our ourselves. Yeah. Protections, sun protection, odor protection, antibiotics. You know. Maddenous. Thermal balancing, so quick you, dry. You know.
0: You know so much about this. Um, I know
1: a little about it, a lot. Okay. But I don't, I don't know a lot about anything, except that I'm a tool. But, so okay, well, that's figure. a
0: start. Yeah. You know, the first thing is knowing who know you that's are. Know thyself, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um But, yeah, let's, I mean, I kind of want to talk more a little, about, a little bit more about you. Okay. Sort of how did you get to the point where you're like, I'm going to create this company. Um, sort of what were the things that added up or accumulated prior to the existence of Virtus? That so? Wait, I, when was that Eureka moment when uh, Virtus sort of came to?
1: Well, I'd always, since I'd been deployed in the Marines, my first deployment was in Panama. You're talking about triple canopy jungles, mm. like big cats, spiders the size of your head, right. poisonous snakes everywhere, freaking like killer bees, and then the Colombian FARC that you're there to go. Mm. <laughs> the real reason <laughs> you're in the jungles, you know, doing sensor humans. reconnaissance work. And you're in cotton BDUs. And what's a bdu so your basic just like just camouflage cargo pants in your top mm. you know that you see old school that's like the woodland what you would see in the predator that everyone else was wearing right. remember i think they were wearing the tiger stripes so but it's that's your right. camo pants and your camo top okay. and basically when you go in the military you have five sets of pants five sets of tops these aren't your dress uniforms this isn't in garrison where you see the medals and the ribbons and you are mm. preppy this is like your combat gear mm. um and it was dreadful. I mean, it literally made the mission worse. Like, it was just, like, all the training <laughs> that we would do, whether it was jungle warfare sur- jungle warfare survival or, you know, anything else, desert training, cold weather training, you're wearing the same crap. Mm. And it doesn't work for any of it. Mm. <laughs> like, it's just cotton. And, I mean, go cotton. Like, we're all go organic. But it's, like, cotton sucks. Yeah, It's for real. Like, there's no, as a, you know. Unless it's just a T-shirt that you're not going to have to do anything in, you don't want cotton for anything. Mm. You know, maybe your briefs or underpants, like maybe I, I, you know, if that if, if that's how you roll. Um, but the you know, it was kind of born there that wow, we need better gear. And then my next deployment, you know, um, can't really talk about that one too much. And then my last two deployments in Afghanistan um, in Kandahar were really kind of seeing a unit to unit. Okay, we're going to just buy Polartech cuz our stuff sucks. Mm. So, now there's guys, <laughs> now there's guys just buying a black Polartech fleece and there's a Marine Corps e- EGA Eagle Globe and Anchor in the back of it or we're going to buy Oakley packs or we need Oakley tactical gloves. And I was like, you know, we're not buying these special military unit freaking mm. clothes. Our stuff sucks. Mm. What are we using? Extreme Outdoors men, Extreme Outdoors women, that their gear. Mm. So, rock climbers, canyoners, mountaineers, what is the difference between them and you know specialty units seals recon shrig um, delta force yada yada army rangers blah 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 marine infantry we're doing the same things they're doing we're 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 abseiling down we're doing mm. these kind of entries we're we're mountain climbing mm. but we're doing it in the worst gear ever mm. and we don't have good fabric so the seed subliminally was was planted then just doing these terrible like (laughs) doing these these, (laughs) yeah just doing stuff and then thinking wow like i'm totally trained for this this evolution's great our team is amazing the command is great what's what sucks this gear is like vietnam era like damn this is terrible so fast forward i started working for a a competitor um called cryptech and that's how i really learned kind of the i was sourcing for them and doing some design um, they were a hunting brand that was really kind of focused on battlefield to backcountry. Like we are these crazy warriors that have become so badass with our camouflage that we're going to go hunt deer and in, the fi- in the final the battle. So, I, you know, I, it was a job and I learned a lot, but I was never into it. Like I was always kind of like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not posting anything here because I like Bambi. But <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all about hunting. I think bow hunting is great. And, and I'm not knocking the guys. Um, it's just, you know, there's. To me, um, I wanted to cross-pollinate and do athletic, Mm. climbing, extreme outdoors, and not just hunting, Mm. Um, especially when you get into camouflage, especially with the number of deaths that we have Mm. of uh, of operators. Mm. So to me, I've never waterboarded a deer or an animal and been like, how did you see me? How did you find me? You know what I mean? So I, I thought let's really work on a functional camouflage and brand it and br- and, and make it born in the operator community mm. because if you're really looking from a business sense at being a global brand you have to look at what is oversaturated mm. and you have to look at it, you know are you are you just trying to side with one group i mean i'm not a republican or a democrat i'm, I'm just i read and i i <laughs> i listen and i you know i i, I want people to unite mm. so you know, a real spark for me was taking that camo, cr- looking at, at looking at how to put camo on fabrics, mm. learning about functional fabrics, mm. getting in with factories and then getting them to work with me on creating my own fabrics. Mm. And then really the branding for Vertus came in with my brothers and sisters that launched the company with me. And that was more we didn't launch with camo. No. We launched with our story of kind of who we are. And that was earn it. It was be your own hero, earn it and, you know, be your. Be your own hero yeah lead from the front
0: i saw something yesterday which was like uh, in order to sort of know who you are you have to first decide who you are not so it kind of sounds like that's pretty much your the path that you took almost you sort of did this did this did this you decided these this is not what we want this is not what we want this is not what we want and through that process of elimination you guys are super strong in who you are like all of you guys it seems like um, and every sort of partnership and every facet of your business seems to speak to how authentic you guys are, but that's,
1: well, you know, birds of a feather, time, hey. birds of a feather and you never, I mean, you don't see the stuff behind like closed doors that obviously we don't post where we're like, damn, that was a really dumb idea, David, <laughs> you know, like we're not going to tacti- ta- do, do tactical <laughs> socks, you know, that day. Um, Why not man? Or that. We're cuz we're cuz we're partnering with Soldier Socks. <laughs> yeah, I already, saw it. They're I rocking the it and they give I a love pair of socks. socks. <laughs> they give a pair of socks to a deployed um, combat veteran or Leo for every sock that's you know that's um Wait, they that's do purchased. What? They give a pair of socks they send to a deployed soldier, marine, airman, uh-huh. sailor for every pair that's bought by a civilian. Oh. So those are the kind of companies that we want to work with. And we want to stick to our roots of what we know. Um, so but but yeah, I mean, look like Aligning with Spartan, I think for us this past year and launching our new line in 32 countries next month, B2B, wow. which means for, for, you know, the stuff that I learned just as a CEO, um, that, that was painful, mm. you know, the first couple years, which was trying to run everything off Shopify, mm. you know, working with brick and mortar. You don't want to work with brick and mortar. Also you want to work with e-commerce platforms. You want to work with people who are already doing brilliant marketing and already have their Mm -hmm. own networks and you want to sell them stuff wholesale and sell to them one time and let them make the profit. Mm -hmm. You know, I think in business, if anyone's trying to run a business, (laughs) you have to be humble enough to know what your skills are and you have to work with people that you trust that Mm -hmm. aren't going to screw you over. That's, one, that's a, a difficult really hard part. part yeah. That's a hard part. And you can't just work with your friends because yeah. the minute money comes in, you know, people get lazy, people want to outsource. So you have to be able to take on and wear as many hats as you as you can handle. Mm. But you also have to be really humble and you have to number one have mentors that will tell you when you're being an idiot mm. and when you're being cocky or when you need to go back to the freaking time out corner and eat your little oh, cracker and drink now. your yeah, drink your <laughs> drink your drink your Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think as we have continued to progress on the line of storytelling Mm. and promoting and showing our global family Mm. that are guys and girls. Doesn't matter if someone's verified or if they have a big following or not. Doesn't matter if they're taking like ab pictures. It's okay, did this guy just complete this crazy endurance evolution? Did this gal just yada yada do this? Mm. And I think that people can relate a lot more to just a brand that celebrates us Mm. As just people mm. versus having to have these like wild Insta stories or, mm. or, you know, this dude says, I don't give a shit what the celebrity says about a tactical jacket that's using rubber bullets. Mm. I've done 12 movies. I know how fake and silly that <laughs> world is. You know, I just, it man for it comes out this year. I had to spend two weeks in Shanghai. Oh, yeah, being a for that. No offense <laughs> to movies. I mean, I love movies. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. But I'm, talking, but I'm talking I'll about like the actors. Pitch, <laughs> it's like, you know, when I worked in like S-Storm and they were having me like shoot a certain way in a freaking like cut off cheetah shirt with a leather jacket over it. And I'm like, You're I thought I was, I was like, I saw that they damn sure didn't buy in the men's department. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I thought this was you wanted me to be a sniper in this and you like put me in here for my. Experience And now I'm just like, I don't, this You're isn't gonna, I was like, this isn't gonna help my, <laughs> this isn't gonna help my brand. Like, I can't even like, what f- put, I can't even want to share this. And I say that, like, look, my buddies that are in, um, the Strike Back show, Strike Back season seven. It's mm-hmm. an Aussie dude playing a US Marine and a, and a British guy playing an SAS guy. I know them personally. I met them when I was filming Golden Job in Budapest. Mm. The Jackie Chan produced Golden, these mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. Hong Kong movies. Um, they were, MMA fighters. One of them was an MMA fighter. One of them was an extreme endurance mm. triathlete. So I love when they wear my stuff and they talk about it because they're not pretending. These guys would never talk about being a Marine because they're not a Marine. They're playing a Marine. Mm. You know? So I don't want to say like I hate celebrities. I love everybody. I, actors, want, I, I, d- I want people that are really doing something in it. To talk about how it works mm. i don't want someone to be like i'm paid and it looks good I
0: yeah, got nice caps
1: yeah because it just <laughs> I, I mean i i want i want people to be valid i want people to test it and i i think in the clothing industry you have to be it's a hard industry mm. it's a tough industry oh, yeah. but you have to be fluid and you have to be you know always listening mm. to real athletes feedback and changing on that not listening to some you know beta tester that's like well women in this demographics butts are a little bit tighter because they're they're eat this diet and this it's like no look at your demographic and look at the people that are wearing it like spartan racers we're doing unisex sizes now like the pants are unisex obviously the sports bra is unisex if you if, if you're, you're a dude you, man and you just like to rock it that way, it's yeah. fine. It's camo. Um, it's sexy. <laughs> no one will see it. I, my shoulders are too broad <laughs> to wear our, our large, but I'd, I'd rock it. I mean, nothing, <laughs> that's that's all, something I'd like to see. My size is the only thing stopping me. Mean, <laughs> but, you know, the pants, um, you know, leggings, we obviously have a men's leggings for the, I mean, obviously the, the meat the is bit. different that's there. Mm. But, um, you know, everything else, like the tactical pants, the jeans, the button-up shirts, everything that we wore in Namibia, it's unisex. Hmm. Um, And, you know, I I think it's things like that where you, when you know your market and people that that are wearing it, especially these badass endurance guys and girls, um, are telling you I like this I don't want a sassy girls cut like I work out I have legs mm. you know the the, the I was like I don't, I don't want this little tiny petite cut on this like mm. I've got lats I'm climbing I'm doing mm. this I'm buying the men's size but the chest that you know mm. it, it was really cool to get to on this line make those amendments and test them on the on the racers mm. and not be like this is the only way we're doing this but to be like oh shit I messed up there okay yeah. let's mark that who's got the chalk who's got the and I'm like a weird little tailor my mom used to call me her little Jewish tailor when I was a kid because I was always <laughs> cutting stuff and sewing it seriously um, so you know I'll be out there with a the tape measure and chalk and sewing kits and taking different measurements and getting right back to my factories and you know I think something that's been a, a good success for us is just demographically where we're at mm. um, you know I, I when I lived in the States and when I go back to the States now especially if I go back to the West Coast I feel like I'm in a time machine and I'm going into the past because literally the Sun rises in the East and sets in the West mm. you know Monday morning here for us we are really ahead of the entire week and the entire world and having factories and being able to say okay i'm visiting this factory i'm facetiming this group i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm doing this i think puts us so far ahead as where when we're on a nine to five kind of oh it's friday and it's five o'clock I'll talk to you on Monday. It's like that doesn't work in the entrepreneur world or, mm. or, or getting stuff done. So I've, I'm grateful that God brought me out here to do um, nonprofit and NGO work originally 12 years ago, yep. and that it's that, that He's shined a light to to allow me to to meet people um, to work with in this in this branch. So our team is great. I'm I'm a face for it that you see, mm-hmm. but I mean our partners, my teammates, my 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 co-founders with me are really the you know the 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 real virtus. Mm. I'm just sassy on a clog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you, well, you talk about NGOs, um, what is your sort of relationship with uh, Forced Blue the a charity?
1: <clears throat> so Forced Blue is co-founded um, by my brother, Marine teammate, um, mentor, Rudy Reyes. Mm. Um, oh. We never knew each other when we were in the Marines. We were in Kandahar at the same time. Right. Um, he, I, I, and I, I hope next time he's in Hong Kong, you guys can get him on this podcast because he's, he's brilliant. Um, and he'd love to. But Force Blue is a nonprofit organization that takes divers, um, combat vets from the most elite units, SAS, SBS, Navy SEALs, Royal Marine Commandos, Aussie SASR, mm. um, you know, global, global guys, it's not just American, mm. and guys that are suffering from really bad PTSD mm. um, and letting them use their diving skills they're all Mm -hmm. combat divers and i'm talking about those kind of diving schools to to be these guys it's not like oh i'm you know i'm certified too and Pattaya. i mean this is this is crazy stuff that these guys have have gone through um and they're rebuilding coral reefs oh wow so they're going and they're rebuilding coral reefs that are you know if 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 the green under the water is gone our 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 green on top is gone i mean it's it's a real reflection so it's really a beautiful um mission to rebuild coral reefs and rebuild the warrior mm. soul so mm. that they can have a mission and that they are having a mission Purpose. um and they're partnered with the nfl Aye. it's pretty i mean they you know he ellen degeneres has has partnered with them um i think it's christopher nolan who did uh, all the batmans and the terminators he and ellen have a kind of a a filming vehicle um so yeah it's 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 really helping i mean i think they've got like six different boats and um it's That's good super. so he founded that yeah he founded that before i knew him yeah um, and he came onto to two years ago and um yeah he's just uh he, he's he's brilliant he's getting ready to be in the new expendables with sylvester ah, stallone i mean no he's way. all he's all over the <laughs> place yeah he's doing that he's been selected for a worldwide competition that is like the world's hardest race um yeah i mean the guy's just yeah he's 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 one of a kind rudy reyes he, I love him. Bring um, him in. I want I to w- talk nah, to him. He'll, I, he was I, honestly, he was supposed to be here next week, but with everything going on, uh, flights being canceled, and everything else, he'll, yeah, be, here, he'll be here. He'll be here in September. Probably, he'll be here probably after the agogi.
2: Awesome! So, oh,
0: that'd be amazing. to talk to him after that,
2: then.
1: Yeah, totally. That'd I mean, be done. Really cool. Consider it done. Ah, uh, yes. So, but yeah, I mean, the folks that, that are, are that are aligned um, with us, and you know, are are such great mentors to me. Yeah. And they're involved in so many selfless things. That's what it sounds that like. it like really that's that's what I think makes things grow when you say okay, like one of my back, giving back
0: basically almost anything yeah. like your your socks, grips, um Force Blue uh
1: We work with the Nomi network. Like that's like so Spartan. Force Blue is Rudy's, but like the Nomi network, Diana Mao, I met her through uh, some folks here in Hong Kong. She's from she's an ABC. She's working in Manhattan, but she started one of the NGOs that I worked with prior before I was doing a lot of work in mm. Southeast Asia, um, working with groups that were battling human trafficking, mm. you know, with my background as a Shrig Marine surveillance reconnaissance intelligence group, not to go into anything too deep, but it's, uh, you can do a lot of like kind of through sensors, mm. a lot of snooping and pooping, looking, crea- being able to visualize a salute report, size, snooping activity, location, unit pooping. time, and equipment. Mm. It's, it's, the, it's the lingo. Okay, um, cool. Snoop and poop. <laughs> right. And, you know, I, I don't think people realize the, how massive human trafficking is. Yeah. It's like black market, biggest profit, you know, b- b- biggest global evil. Dark. I think above the cartels. Um, yeah, sex trafficking, specifically children. Mm. Um, and, you know, the original kind of deal was, you know, you're just going and killing bad guys and rescuing these kids. Well, what's the biggest issue? What do you do with people when they're rescued? Mm. They're ostracized from their village. They're now like the le- they're like these lepers. Traumatized. They have real PTSD. Yeah. It's not like they signed up for this. Like these are people that have been absolutely misused and abused. Mm-hmm. And so what the Nomi Network does, she works with like Fossil. Um their website is actually buy her bag, not her body. Mm. And it's the Nomi, Nomi Network.org. Nomi-N-O-M-I-Network.org. And Diana Mouse, she's this dear uh, sister of mine. Um and her whole thing is working with groups to build factories within the villages. She does this, works with the Thai government, Cambodian government. She's in India, mm. uh, now Pakistan. Um, my oldest daughter, Michelle, that I just recently met is uh-huh. working in Playa de Carmen with the poor and then coming back and she's going to do an internship with the Nomi Network. Oh, but wow. what they do is teach people how to fish. They don't just give them fish. So they're teaching these, these women and children um, skills and then taking kind of the natural beauties whether it's linens whether it's garments whether it's whatever a lot of them make bags wallets and then Mm. big brands will buy these Mm. and put money back into the villages so it's sustainability so like to me someone whose thing like in the marines was search and destroy
2: Mm.
1: it's i I love being able to now back up (laughs) and see like we'll see what like what rudy's doing with Force blue okay you're rebuilding the warrior and that warrior is rebuilding coral reefs Mm. so it's creating life it's not taking life Mm. and it's rebuilding the heart the mind and the soul And then with this, with the human, with the people that, like, I look at sex trafficking as the the lowest of the low. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have kids. I've got twin toddlers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't understand how people could do this. But perpetuating a cycle of just killing and saying, okay, we're going to kill these people and this and this. We saved the kids. Now let's just focus on more evil. It's where is the light and where is the good and where are the organizations that are working nonstop to end Mm -hmm. and to rehabilitate. And so the Nomi Network we support as well. So the two NGOs that we work with now are Force Blue and Nomi Network. So rebuilding the warrior, rebuilding the coral reefs for the environment, and then uh, rebuilding the broken child that's been abused.
0: So this is amazing. You're you're a pretty awesome, man.
1: I they're not my charities. I no, just I'm blessed like enough to get to work with them. Exactly, the exactly. You, you, know, sort you sort of made. Clothes.
0: You've sort of completed this whole.
1: Well, there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, I mean, we man. partnered with Malcolm Wood. He's doing great stuff. Um, you know, raising awareness for global warming. They did uh, a plastic ocean. I don't know if you saw that documentary, I, but that I was his. Did, yeah. They're doing the last glaciers. So we'll be a part of that as well. So look, I mean, our whole thing again, it's like, yes, I was a Marine. Um, yes, I'm a Christian does that mean that I don't like anybody who's a liberal or anyone who doesn't believe in Christ? No, Mm. I love everyone. I don't care who you are. You know, as as long as you're treating people with respect and you respect yourself, like Mm. I respect you. Um, I think the devil's biggest attack is to divide us. I Mm. think divisiveness is the number one, um, winning, um, the the way that the dark, the darkness is winning right now. And even in our own city, um, So, you know, my, my whole thing is really, and especially with Virtus, it's warrior virtues. We all, we all are warriors. We all have it in ourselves and it's waking up every day and it's making the conscious decision. Am I going to help people? Am I going to decrease? And am I going to be good? Am I going to be salt and light? Am I going to do something with the time that I have left? Mm. And I think that, you know, when we get on that when we get on that wavelength and when we redline it, redlining it being not slowing down, you know, pushing I always through, say pushing, pushing through, through, power through, you know, people get on people that are doing that are on this trajectory as well. You start to just fall mm. into the same path because mm. you're all aimed at the same goal. Mm. So like Spartan came in better. grips came in to help to mm. serve. I mean, you look at what Spartan's really doing and it's changing lives by teaching mm. people how to make it through any obstacle in resilient. life. Yeah. It's, yeah. Re- it's back to resilience. It's all, yeah, completely
2: that's so.
0: awesome oh man this hour could just be stretched on and on and on and on i'd love to just keep talking to you
2: <laughs>
1: till next, til next time
0: till next time tell us tell people where can they find you um
1: yeah so you can get if, if you want to see everything we're doing on instagram just look at virtus dot outdoors mm-hmm. um and you can look online uh, Virtus Outdoor Group Virtus Outdoors VOG Apparel V-O-G Is Virtus Outdoor Groups Holding Style Company um, And I'm Instagram David J Underscore Wood um, And Rudy Reyes Is Rudy Freaking Reyes Hopefully so. we'll have him on In a <laughs> no, couple we'll, months yeah, we'll, as well Yeah we'll definitely Get him out here yeah, So thanks That was awesome. great Thank you so much man Yeah thanks Cheers
0: And also thanks To be frank For this awesome venue uh, I wish it was nighttime Because then I could have a beer Sorry Dave I know you don't drink anymore But Um, yeah, man. Thanks, guys. See you.
2: Cheers. Thanks. We went way over an hour, didn't we?